Chesterton, who once worked as an investment banker. He quit the industry after becoming more interested in developing ideas himself and spent five years building up an online marketplace for the cabling industry before selling it in 2005. Damelin then moved to the US for a year to mull his next big idea. He thought up tons of other startup business ideas before rejecting them all, Damelin reveals. But my request to find out more about them was met with a grin and a shaking head. I'm still going to build them one day, he says, ever the serial entrepreneur. But how did Damelin know Wonga was the one? I talked to friends, family, people I knew from business, he says. Of all the ideas I thought of, the idea of instant money available online 24-7 gained most traction. The lending industry, he thought, was well overdue some disruption. The idea. It was clear that there was already a market for short-term cash, Damelin says, sitting near Wonga's Georgian townhouse headquarters, close to Regent's Park. People were borrowing from friends, using bank overdrafts or payday loans, or going to doorstep lenders and pawnbrokers. But the question for me was, could we use new technology to do it better? Could we automate money lending, one of the world's oldest industries? And could we use technology to do it with more speed and convenience and build a trustworthy platform and brand? The entrepreneur spent 2006 working that out. He went back to basics. I think most people tend to be too incremental, changing too little when starting a business, he says. To create a financial services company, they'd say, how does Barclays do it? Oh, they've got this application form and this process. Let's do the same, but make our application form green, not red. Damelin thought everything that existed was too slow, too reliant on a man in a suit looking at someone's spending and deciding, sometimes quite arbitrarily, whether to lend to them. Creating a series of workflows, he broke his idea down into steps. It began with, how do companies make a decision about whether to lend money, Damelin explains. When someone applied, you would have to make a decision using data. So then I thought, what data do I need and where can I get it from? and went from there. The entrepreneur arranged meetings with industry experts to learn about the existing technology and retail banking, asking a lot of questions and being generally relentless, he says. Concept to reality The scale and technical know-how required for the lending website led Damelin to seek out a partner. It was too ambitious for me alone, he says. For a lifestyle business or a copycat idea, one founder is fine. Often, the economics won't justify two salaries. But if you want to create a disruptive business, one that changes the industry, you need a partner. So Damelin linked up with John T. Hurwitz, an engineer who had been running a business in the same building as his own a few years earlier. Having shared office space with John T. meant we knew each other well, And trust is important, he explains. You want a co-founder who brings something different to the table than you do, 
whether it's experience, skill, knowledge, or even attitude. We spent months prodding the idea and worked on the brand, too. We knew it had to be totally transparent, with no banking jargon. It had to contrast with the big banks, who are totally opaque about how they make their lending decisions and make their money. At Wonga, Daimlin focused on the commercial side, while Hervitz became chief technology officer. The company put together a board, including angel investor Robin Klein of the Accelerator Group, backer of sites including Grays.com and TweetDeck, who became Wonga's chairman. Daimlin and Hervitz built a small developer team recruited from their network of techies. Work took place at a serviced office in North London. Many startups begin at home, but I wanted everyone to be in the same place, sharing learning all the time and pushing in the same direction, says Daimlin.